sisters and brothers in Christ of the Western North Dakota Synod, grace and peace to you. Welcome to another episode of Unexpected Surprises, the podcast of the Western North Dakota Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. This podcast features conversations and discussions with folks across the church about ways in which they see God active and alive in and through their life in and through the ministries they lead. In this episode, we are joined by Deacon Terry Endress. Deacon Terry is a regional representative for Portico Benefit Services, the benefit services provider of the ELCA. Deacon Terry was recently in the Synod for First Call Theological Education Retreat, and we had a chance to sit down and talk about some of the things that Portico is up to, some of the ways in which Terry is seeing God just emerging in beautiful and amazing places across this church. I hope you enjoy this episode of Unexpected Surprises. So welcome, brothers and sisters across the Western North Dakota Synod, to another episode of our Synod's podcast. A very special guest who's an important part of the ministry that we do together um, as Synod in Western North Dakota, and that's Deacon Terry Andrus from Portico um, Benefit Services. And so, Terry, it's great to have you. Thank you for being with me um, and for being with us in this. Tell, tell the folks of Western North Dakota a little bit about who you are. And don't elaborate too deeply, probably, on the Packer fan thing. So. Oh, okay. Well, um, thanks, first of all, for having me yeah. as a guest. Um, I am a second career deacon. I, my first career was as a geriatric physical therapist, and I was so inspired by the faith of the people that I worked with that it um, that and just getting a bit frustrated with healthcare at the time led me to... Um, go to seminary. I went to Luther Sem, and my first call was in the Minneapolis Area Synod office. Uh, for nine years, I was there, and then I came over to Portico Benefit Services at the start of the Affordable Care Act, and with my background in healthcare, and I'd worked for the federal government at the VA, and so just that it was a good fit, and my knowledge of the church, having been on a synod staff. So, What does it mean to be a regional rep for benefit services? What is that? What about? we do is, I work with 13 synods in the states of Minnesota, North South Dakota, Nebraska, and all of Texas, Louisiana. And I am, I would call myself a bridge, a connector between yeah. the benefits and and the church and our leaders. And my, my love and passion is biblical stewardship. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that I can help our leaders live well in holistic well-being in order that they can serve better, uh, part of that's benefits, but also part of it is just... Um, what does it mean to be well, and how can I help our leaders do that? And mm -hmm. these days, with COVID and things, a lot of it has been just trying to help navigate, help our leaders navigate the healthcare system and what's available to them. And mm -hmm. that's that in itself has been a real challenge for people. Mm -hmm. And so, so a little bit of Minnesota is home now. Yes, but Minnesota. Started Milwaukee, that's hometown-ish, right? Yes. Milwaukee area, okay. And Catholic. <laughs> and Catholic. Oh, wow, we share that. Okay. And Terry and I are, are talking, and have been talking over the last couple of days as we're participating in a First Call Theological Education Retreat up at Metagoshi Ministries, north of Botano, one of our Bible camps. Um, and it's a way in which Terry can connect with uh, leaders who are, boy, a lot of our leaders in First Call right now are, are, are second career as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so just to navigate, what does this mean as a second career person? Because it's going to look a little bit different serving in the church, right? Yes. Um, and what and what does that happen? And so we've adopted Terry into the Synod over the years, and she's become a lover of the prairie in many, many ways. 
Very much so. <laughs> I have. And what I love about Western North Dakota is the closeness of the leaders. Um, it's a probably younger than average synod for leaders mm-hmm. um, compared to other synods that I serve. Actually, both North Dakota synods are younger. Interesting. Uh, and that brings a different dynamic, I think, a yeah. little bit to the ministry. And it's wonderful to just hear people's stories. Mm-hmm. I would say that has been so helpful to me to see how does does well first if their second career then it's how does their first career inform how they lead as mm-hmm. a second career pastor mm-hmm. or deacon um and then also just what does that mean for when you're let's talk retirement when you're yeah. saving for retirement how does the strategy look different if your second career than first yeah. and also if you're bivocational what does it mean oh. um I'm, no one here is this, but there are bivocational pastors that are also farmers. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does that look? What does that mean to the farmers and ranchers? And so it the best part of being in this synod is hearing the wonderful stories and, and also going to the Medora musical at the Fall Theological <laughs> Conference. <laughs> you know, was, she, a lot of times Terry will come in a day or two before the start of our Fall Conference in Medora and um, and take in a little bit of hiking and the Medora musical in the fall and it's all good. It's, it's all awesome. Good. It's all good. In the last couple of days that we've been together with these first call leaders, what if, what's name, give us a story that, that would be, that would maybe resonate with folks across the synod um, that you've heard. You know, the wonderful story that uh, Jesse told this morning, Raker, is that her last Jesse name? Veter. Jesse Veter. Jesse Veter, thank yeah. you. Jesse told a wonderful story that she also wrote a song about called Boomtown and yep. told about this man, um, and a number of people actually were in her story, but it, it uh, about what it meant for someone to come to Watford City, who didn't know anybody, who was working in the oil fields, and uh, it was such a beautiful, beautiful story and a beautiful, mm-hmm. just a beautiful song. He's from then. Like Arkansas or something, yeah, right? Yeah, from Arkansas. Yeah, she yeah. said he was from Arkansas, and um, and wanting to stay. And this person who came, someone came up to her and actually said, did you write that story about me? Have yeah. I ever met you? Did you write that song about me? And she said, no, I've never met you. And, and that told her that she was resonating. She was telling the stories mm-hmm. of the people that were coming. And that whole goal is they want those people to stay in Watford city. And, yeah. and that was exciting to just hear how this person who had been there left and then came back, yeah. uh, grew up there, left, came back, how she wants to change that town and help it make it welcoming to the new people that are coming and get them to stay in Watford City. Yeah, yeah. Deacon Terry's talking about Jesse Veter, um, a great North Dakota soul um, up in the Watford City area. Um, I think the most the easiest access that she gave us was veterranch.com um, for information. Singer, songwriter, storyteller, um, just a great energy and soul of the prairie for sure so yeah it was, was really lovely. interesting that was really cool yeah what do you see in the scope of the you know i mean your territory is so small it only covers <laughs> 13 synods in what 10 states or something like that three four five <laughs> six seven eight well texas is three synods in and of itself minnesota's six synods. six synods yeah okay so okay that's okay. a lot of it yeah okay. i mean what's what are some of the things as you travel around the church uh that are you know, maybe some challenges that the church is facing as we enter into mid-2022? I think the challenges that I'm hearing are uh, just how do we grow the church at a time when nationally and across denominations there is uh, a shrinking of denominations and people being— 
people will say they're spiritual. They may say they believe in God, but they don't mm-hmm. want to identify with any specific faith tradition. Mm-hmm. So how do? what does that mean for us as a church and as a denomination? And how do we look differently at what it means to be a member of a denomination, I think, is one mm-hmm. thing. And also, what is sustainable? Mm-hmm. And I see that everywhere I go. And I also see tremendous energy. There are just pockets of... I, I think it's spirit-filled mm-hmm. ideas mm-hmm. and creative imagination, and mm-hmm. there are areas where it grows, and I think we're hearing so much negativity. We also have to look at all of the good that's happening. It may not be thousands and thousands and a million people mm-hmm. you know, in growth, but there are really cool things happening where we are meeting people where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, we have amazing leaders. We have amazing new leaders coming into the church. Uh, and it's just, I feel excited about it, mm-hmm. and I also feel excited about reimagining what it means to be church in post-pandemic, or we're still in a pandemic, right. but right. all of what it means now. The, the great things that a lot of good learnings have come from our pandemic times. right. right. Um, and how do we apply those to the future yep. and make that I think it's a good. real Emmaus Road experience that the church is having right now, and that's exciting. Yeah, it's it scary is. as all get out, but it's also exciting. Um, and it gives leaders, I think, an opportunity to just try things that they maybe were not willing to try or weren't bold enough to try a few years ago or um, um, didn't know that it was even there. You know, I mean, the technology was even there uh, for them to be able to use. One of the coolest things I heard, I just came from the Northern Texas, Northern Louisiana Synod Assembly, one of the coolest things, a pastor got up and said, you know, we got to remember, we come out of the Reformation. We Mm -hmm. are a reforming church. Mm -hmm. What does that look like now? And it was so hopeful and so positive. And I think people left that assembly on a positive note, uh, just hearing words like that. Interesting. That's awesome. That's awesome. Any predictions on the uh, fall football season? Oh, the Packers, definitely. This is their year. They're going to get it this time. And some of us in North Dakota are thankful for the... Are, we're, we're somewhat cheering on the Packers now because they got Christian Watson in the yeah. draft recently So <laughs> from NDSU. So, um, so we'll have to withhold that for another episode to talk football sometime <laughs> as well. Deacon Terry, thanks so much for being with us today and uh, for sharing a little bit about your story with Portico, your story serving in the church and hopes and dreams of where God might be leading us next too. Thank you so much, Bishop. (laughs) It's awesome. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Unexpected Surprises, the podcast of the Western North Dakota Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And we give thanks for the Mission Endowment Fund of our Synod, which has supported this uh, podcast ministry of our Synod. For more information on our endowment funds or on anything happening in the Western North Dakota Synod, visit the Synod's website at wndsynod.org. Thanks again for joining us today, and we'll see you again next time.